Welcome back to this week's episode of Meta Athletes, The Playbook. I'm Katie Brinkley, and, you know, I'm sitting here with Coach Patel, and over your shoulder, for anyone that's watching this, you have some pretty sweet hockey jerseys hanging up in your office. And for those that are regular listeners of the podcast, those who are in our, our Meta Athletes Discord, they know what a huge hockey fan I am. I am a Colorado Avalanche hockey fan, um, born and raised here in Denver. I was a season ticket holder when the Avs first moved here from Quebec. I was the locker room reporter right um, about uh, for four years uh, for 850 KOA. I love me some Avalanche hockey. And I went to the game last night, um, at which it was opening night. And we got to see the Stanley Cup banner being raised. We got to see the uh, Stanley Cup come out. Uh, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 was there. Um, so for those that, that are not aware, we had uh, the All the Small Things was kind of the stadium anthem for the Avalanche as they w- made their way through the playoffs. And, you know, I was thinking about this. Is these players right now, they are on, they're still on the, an, an absolute high. I mean, they, they I, I, honestly, I was getting ready for the game and I was like, man, it feels like I just was watching hockey. And, and really, the, the Avs made it all the way through to June. I was just watching hockey. These guys have been celebrating and have been in front of massive crowds for a really long time. Everyone's invested in them, cheering for them. They're getting to take their, their, uh, the Stanley Cup to their hometowns. They are celebrities to the max right now. And they are running on a high and they have a whole new season that they have to play for. They, if they want to do this again, and it starts now. So that's kind of where I wanted to take today's conversation, Coach, with how to continue staying focused on a goal when things are, are going well. It's probably the, one of the hardest things in dealing with sports is how do you maintain your edge? Like, how do you maintain your ability to stay successful? It's one thing to be successful and get there because there's so much passion typically behind it. Like, I, I've had this conversation with athletes and friends. If you ever listen to a musician's first album, it's usually their best one. And that's usually because there's so much passion behind it. Um, and there's so much leading into it that it's often a culmination maybe of their life's work up to that point. And to win a championship and to win a championship at that level, uh, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of choices, um, a, a, a lot of hunger is behind it, especially way, if you look at the avalanche, the way they, they lost the, the previous year to the, um, to the Knights, Right, like mm, they were favored that bring year that up, too. Didn't you? Just had right, to bring uh, that up. But, but if you look at it, if you look at champions, and usually like every facet, every sport, they often have to fail first before they succeed. It happens to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right, they lost. They were the Presidents Cup Trophy winner. I don't, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but they were the best team in the league, and you know they they flailed in the playoffs for a couple seasons until they finally broke through and then they won two in a row and then they made it to the third Stanley cup. And if you look at, if, if you haven't watched the last dance, like look at 
what's going, what happened to Michael Jordan. Like he had to lose to Larry Bird. He had to lose to Isaiah Thomas and the Detroit Pistons till they finally broke through and understood what it took to become a champion. It happened to Kobe Bryant. It happened to, you know, I'm watching the redeem team with my kids right now too. That's on Netflix. And they're talking about how the, the Olympic teams of basketball, um, you know, they couldn't get it done in the Olympics. They were, you know, winning bronze medals. And then they finally had to, um, overhaul how they did things for them to be able to finally break through and await and win a gold. And so come bringing it back to that point is that there's so much passion. There's so much hunger that typically goes into winning that first championship or, you know, getting that job that you really wanted or getting that recognition that you really wanted. And then once you've made it, once you've made it is probably the, it's, it's, there's a different feeling that you, that you're going to have. There's often a feeling of satisfaction. There's, there's that feeling that, Hey, you know what? Like all my work paid off for me and now I'm here. And once you get there, it doesn't stop. If you, if you get comfortable when you've made it, somebody else is going to beat you to it. Somebody else is putting the work in. Somebody else is going to try to knock you off, you know, where your ledge that you're on. And it's, um, it's, you've got to kind of fight human nature to get comfortable. Right. And that's the, you get comfortable with the recognition that you get. You get comfortable with, you know, the, the parties, right. The, the, the status, right. You've now, you've mm-hmm. just reached this status where everybody is adoring you and everybody's lauding you for how, how good you are. And you got to come back and take a step back and you've got to reignite that passion because you want that feeling again. And, um, one of the athletes up in the in my office is, is Devon, and Devon is on the Colorado Avalanche, and um, is an athlete I've been fortunate to coach, and a meta athlete holder. And um, you know, we were texting about like you know the, the feeling of, of of winning, and once you taste it, you just want it over and over and over again. And this is a bad analogy, but it's a good analogy at the same time. It's it's almost like a drug. Like you, you want to feel that same level of success again, if you're humble enough. And I think that's the key word is if you're humble enough to realize that when a new season begins or once you've reached your job or you've minted out, like this is a common place in the NFT place is once you mint out, like your real world, real work begins. And Mm -hmm. once you've, once you've gotten the job that you wanted, or you've gotten that championship, like it doesn't stop. You've got to kind of continue to find ways to improve in things that you're not good at and how do I continue to improve and how do I combat, you know, continue to get better. And so much of that comes down to being humble and constantly loving the process of trying to improve. So I know that went in a roundabout way, but it's, it's a lot of, it's really fighting human nature. Like it's, you know, and it's not easy, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. It's tough. I hope the Avalanche can do it again, but it, it, it is a challenge. Uh, well, yeah, I also hope that the Avalanche can do it again. But but I mean, also, we see like it's not common for te- everybody wants that. Everybody wants to win the Stanley Cup. Everybody wants to win the Super Bowl. Every, I mean, all these teams want it. And when your expectation, I mean, the expectations, not just from the players, I'm sure, but from the media, the fans, the expectations for the avalanche are extremely high. So in addition to wanting it again, I mean, there's no, of course they want it again. Of course they do it, but they wouldn't be a, a, a competitive 
a competitor, you know, if, if they didn't want it again, but how do you talk with players? How, what, what is your advice for managing the expectations and keeping it so that you still are trying to push yourself, but you're not putting too much pressure on yourself? Yep. I think that that can happen. You over, uh, we, we, everyone thinks that we need to win this again. This feels amazing. I want this again, but oh my gosh, we just lost a game. Oh my goodness. You know, I, I, I had a terrible game. I, I let this happen or this, this sale. I didn't end up closing that sale. That client ended their, their contract. That I feel is how do you, how do you continue to manage the pressure? Yeah. Well, it's, it's how do you, what kind of meaning do you put on that pressure, right? Because there's some pressure is good pressure. If there's no pressure, there's no diamonds, right? They, like you've got to have some level of urgency to want to continue to achieve. And you've got to realize, am I putting too much pressure on myself in a negative way? Or am I putting pressure on myself in a positive way to achieve? And external pressure is just noise, honestly. And the best athletes and the best competitors, the best business people that I think I've ever met are the ones that can block out the noise because the noise doesn't bother them. Like the boy, the noise is truly noise and it's, it's, it's not going to affect their day to day. What's the difference makers, what's coming internally from that individual and how they are processing their work on a day to day basis, but also how they're processing their, uh, the, the kind of like their, their actions and their will to achieve and um, it's, it, I wish there was a clear answer to this or, or uh, you know, like a, a roadmap. But what I often say is to, with athletes in particular, is every time a new season arrives, it is that. It is a new season. The team is completely different. So this team that we're currently going to embark our season with are no longer champions because that was last year's mm -hmm. that was last year's team it's a it's a it's the a lot of the players might be the same um but there might there's going to be new pieces like if you take the avalanche for example you got a new goalie you know mm -hmm. how's that new goalie going to integrate with everybody else you know they, there's some new players here and there and you know, for the situation i work kind of work with in every year is a new is a new roster you know and, and it's a new opportunity and i think if you look at everything as a new as a new opportunity rather than saying, well, I did this last year and it worked for me. Well, it's a new year. It's going to be different. You know, there's going to be some things that you can obviously pull back on that worked for you in the past, but you've got to start to look at things from a different ways, because especially if you play into a competitive situation or competitive game, um, how one team played you last year might be different than how they play you this year. And, you know, tactics, tactics are going to change and you have to be able to adapt. And I think the ones that continue to, achieve success are the ones that are going to be adaptable and to be adaptable comes back to humility and being humble truly is the ability to like i don't have the definition in front of me but the way i look at being humble is to realize like what you're not good at and what you can still improve upon you know like it's I've, i think you have to have an ego to a degree like you have to have some self-confidence in your in your belief and I think we've talked about this before, but having confidence, but you also have to be humble to realize what I'm not good at and be humble enough to realize, am I still focused on what I did last year, which is living in the past, or am I concerned about what's going to happen if I don't succeed, which is the future, or can I stay present, focused, and truly 
impact of what it is that I'm doing right now. And uh, that's like I've said before, like that, that that's not easy to be able to do. Um, but like you said, everybody wants to win and that's not easy to do. So if you want to be able to achieve, you have to do the uncommon things because winning isn't normal. And so you've got to be able to do the uncommon things in a common way to put yourself in the best position to be successful. And even still, you could do anything, everything to the best of your ability and as good as you want to and, and train the right way and have the right attitude and things may still not work out for you, you know, is in a, from a competitive situation, or even if you're trying to find a job or trying to close that deal, like sometimes you can't impact the way that other person is going to, is going to think, or you can't impact them enough where they decide, you know what, I'm going to choose you, Katie, to help me with my social media. You know, you could do everything you want to present it the probably the most effective way that you seem fit. But that person may, you, at the end of the day, you can't control their decision. You can just control how good of a presentation you put on for that person. And hopefully they pick you and then you win. Mm -hmm. And I think that you brought up a really good point too, Coach V, about the pressure of of a lot of these NFT projects. I mean, we're, you know, meta-athletes. Um, Devon is part of it. We have a great group of holders and in, in, in the community. But like you said, too, there's, there's a pressure to evolve and there's pressure when you mint out, if you, if you mint out your project that, I mean, like talk about being on top of the world. Like I, I just got back from the crypto business conference and one of the projects was there. Um, the crypto tech woman, she was there speaking. Gigi was there and she was like, yeah, I minted out and you know, Eight thousand eight hundred eighty eight in 24 hours. And how exciting is that? Like how much of a high is that for you as, you know, a, a creator of a project, but now the pressure really is on the pressure is on for you in these roles. If, if you meant out, because now you have to live up to the expectations and the real work begins. And then also if you're a project that's we're in a bear market right now and it's doing a slow burn the pressure still on for you to continue building that community, continue driving, continue looking to, to for, for bigger things and making sure that you're making your community members happy. I think that this, this type of pressure can be difficult to hold on to and, but it really has to do with you doing the best you can to evolve with what, what's going on around you. Yeah, it, I think you bring up a an outstanding point is that it, it, the work never ends, right? Just because just cause you made it, the work never ends. Even if you haven't made it yet, the work never ends. And I said it before, and I think the key word is opportunity. And sometimes I, th I think that a lot of individuals, and we all do it, you know, like we when a barrier is in front of us, Sometimes we view it as an obstacle that's insurmountable rather than viewing it as an opportunity where we can evolve or adapt or improve. And it's a, it's a simple shift in perspective that it's not simple to do, right? Like I, I don't want to ever think that the things that I say are like, oh, like that's easy to do. It's really not easy to do. Mm -hmm. It's not, it, it's, it, they're challenges. And 
you have to be willing to try to go undergo challenges if you ever want to change. And that's part of the evolution process. Um, but that's really part of the process of, of improvement. And whether you want to try to, you know, an empty projects or businesses, right? So if you want to try to improve your business and you want to try to improve the experience for your community, if we're in web three, as we are, um, you've got to constantly look to opportunities to improve. Like what can we do to improve our situation? What can we do to improve our community? What can we do to give value back to the community? And I think the people that understand that, that view things as, as opportunities rather than as obstacles are the ones that are going to be able to succeed in the long run or win, right? Like, or win. It's the same thing if, God forbid, if the Avalanche will lose three games in a row, like you can, you know, it's it's not one of those situations where everybody's like, oh no, here's here, we're not going to be the one seed or here we go, we're not going to do this. Whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. In the grand scheme of things, we have 82 regular seasons, regular season games. This is three. Let's just get back focused on the next one because we can't, we're not going to win three in a row unless we win the first one. So let's let's try to win that one. And we're not going to be able to win a game unless we win a period. And then, you know what I mean? So that's what we usually come down to. Like the, often the things that I'll say with, with the athletes that I'm able to work with is like, let's just string one good practice together, right? And then when we have one good practice, let's string two good practices together. And then if we have an opportunity to play a game, let's go shift by shift or we'll go, um, you know, play by play. Just try to build momentum one step at a time. And it's, I think we always have to think big, big picture, like what is it that we want to accomplish? But let's focus small at the same time too, because that's where we're going to make the majority of our changes. That's where we're going to make the majority of our impacts by those, by those small little things that are going to add up and accumulate over the course of time. We build a little bit of momentum. We build a little confidence along the way. And then we start to feel good about ourselves. And then we start to quiet the internal pressure maybe a little or even the external pressure too because we've gained a sense of control of the of our actions and the things that we can do to be our best and it's like i said before it, it's challenging in these times especially in a bear market and everybody's saying you know like it is is saying oh you haven't minted out or you haven't done this or you haven't done that like, well, I, well let's not focus on what we're not doing let's focus on what we are doing mm -hmm. right and then you can present that material and then you can showcase those things because those are highlights, right? Those are, mm -hmm. those are positives and let's build off of positives and let's build off the mini little highlights and over time they'll start to add up. Yes. I, I love that. Uh, and I think that we talked about two different places of mindset in this, in this episode so far the, of being on the high and having to stay humble and being on the low and having to be willing to shift your mindset. And I think it, it, it regardless of, of its being sports, I mean, like it, we keep coming back to sports here because, you know, meta athletes and uh, the avalanche, but I think that it is really like with what you're saying, I'm like, yeah, you know, there's been times where in my business, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Business is going good. Got lots of clients. Things are awesome. Everyone's working right. And I'm on that high. But all it takes is for one thing to be like to, to shift. And then I, how, how can I continue to 
shift my mindset. So I'm not going down that, you know, rabbit hole of well, now this is the end and I should, you know, this is that my business is over. How do you, can you, you know, shift your mindset to be like, look, this is just focus back in here. Maybe go back to your current clients, say, Hey, does anyone else need uh, to add on email service? You know, we also do that. Like where else can I look on making those baby steps and, and growing without getting completely, you know, turned upside down. But it also reminds me too, hey, when things are going good, to stay humble, you know, don't, we don't need any clients, keep the door open, keep the opportunities open because things can change like that. And if they do, you need to be ready for it. You need to be ready to pivot and you need to be able to have the right frame of mind that not the world is over. This, this is just a, this is just a hiccup. This is just a, a, a pivoting moment. Yeah. And I think that's a huge point is to realize, you know what, like just because things are going good, doesn't mean that they're going to stay good. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's, you can always be replaced. You can always be, um, you uh, get somebody can beat you out, right? Somebody can beat you out for something. And the only way that you're going to continue to stay where you are or even improve is you, if you have that humble attitude and realize, you know what, I'm not good at this right now. I've got to get better at this. Or what's even more important, I think in this day and age is to leverage your network and leverage mm -hmm. the people around you to help you improve and help you get better, right? Because there's, there, there's always ways to improve, whether it be, um, you know, wanting to create a little side hustle for yourself or wanting to um, improve, increase your reach or increase your um, expertise in something. It's you, somebody knows more than you on a certain topic. So instead of realizing that, that you know it all, how about you go and seek out those people that can help you level up or help you improve or help you get better? And when you can engage within a network or engage within a community, you're going to start to realize that a lot of other people may have similar thoughts to you, but they may not know what you know. And then you can really help each other. And then you can really grow. And then it, 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 your passion starts to come through. And then you just start, you, you can get your self back on that road if you ever do fall off. If you ever do fall off from your level of success and, and you need to find ways to improve, but um, not being able to leverage a community and leverage your network or um, not even getting involved in a network, I think is a surefire way to fail, right? So we've got to figure out ways to, to that we can improve and level up. And that's leveraging the strength of the people around you too, to be able to help you. And hopefully they're going to be honest with you and say, you know what, B, you could probably get a little bit better at this. Or Katie, you can get a little bit better at this. Um, what if you try it this way? You know, and being humble enough to be able to take coaching through other people and receiving some of that, you know, positive criticism is the only way we're really going to get better. And so I, I think, you know, getting sidetracked and falling off and thinking that you've made it are, are, are completely normal. But when you have a really strong support network around you, I think they can help you stay, get back on course quicker. What do you think about that? I've, I 100% agree. And, and what you explained to me was not just you want to have a network. 
You want to surround yourself with, with other people that are looking for you to be better. You want to surround yourself with, with people who are looking out for you and they want you to succeed as much as you want yourself to succeed. And what you were explaining to me was, was a team, regardless of what your business is, regardless if you play a sport, you always want to have those people around you that are cheering you on and want, want you to be the best version of yourself. And if you don't have someone around you or a group of people around you for a team, for, for your networking, for your business, you're not going to be applying the amount of pressure that you should be on yourself to be the best version of yourself, to have the best business that you possibly can. Or the best experience, right? Like that's the, um, I think it is, it's, it's a team where it's uh there's a book out there. It's called a team of teams, but it is, it's, you've got to have a team of teams. Like you, you're going to have your family. That's a team. You're going to have your, um, you know, work environment. That's your team. You're going to have your business aspect. Of, that's a team. And then you got to have like your friendships and your network. That's going to help be a team, which is going to be, they're going to be honest with you. They're going to push you. And there are people you can lean on and be like, Hey, you know what? Like, Fanzo is a perfect example of this, right? Like, hey, Brian, like, what do you, what can you teach me about this? What can you teach me about uh, Web3? Or even, like, you're part of my team, right? What, Katie, what can you, can you help me with some social media stuff? Like, I need to get better at this. Like, and you could do the same with me, Coach B. Like, I want to, I've got a wedding I got to get ready for. What should I do? What can I do? And, and that's the beauty of, of meta athletes and, and, you know, finding your own teams is to really, um, engage yourself in the network that's going to help you become the best version of yourself. And I absolutely, that's one of the things that I love about the meta athletes community, the, the, honestly about the NFT community is that there's people in there that, I mean, there's groups, people that I was like, I didn't know if they were a boy or a girl, I, but I consider them a friend. I consider them somebody that I would go to for, to answer this question, to be there for support. I'd be happy to support them. And this is a, one of the coolest things about, about NFTs is that you get to know these people without ever even really seeing them, without knowing how old they are, their gender, where they live or anything, but you all have something in common. And based on the community, community or the NFT project that you're involved in, you find yourself with these people and they become your team. They become your family. And they're all looking to be supportive of one another. And, and that's one of the things that I've, I've really found with the, the meta athletes community is, is a, a group of community members and teammates that really just want to help one another win in life. That being yeah, the said, genuineness, yeah. oh, the genuineness go goes, like, I was going to say the genuineness of everybody is just like, is unmatched. It truly is like, it's, you know, every morning, like, good morning. Like it's, it's like, everybody's genuinely cares for each other, which is, which is hard to find, you know? And, um, when you find your people, you keep going back to your people. So mm -hmm. I'm glad you're part of my people. Mm, me too. Me too. <laughs> and that being said, that is the wrap for this week's episode of Meta Athletes, the playbook. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to cheer on the Colorado Avalanche. No, no, no. Uh, be, <laughs> be sure to subscribe. Leave the, the podcast a review and share this with somebody. Share the podcast with a friend um, that lo is looking for ways to uh, win in life and be, you know, check out our Meta Athletes community because we are 
We're all just trying to help one another be the best version of themselves that they possibly can be. So be sure to check us out um, online at Meta Athletes NFT. With that, we'll see you in the next episode.